A natural med isn't just a substance you take. It is a lifestyle that one lives to amplify their health. We don't always choose how long we will be on this planet, but we can take action on the quality of life that we wish to enjoy. The Natural Med Podcast interviews different professionals and experts who look at improving the quality of health so they can live a more fulfilling life. Whether that be physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, or spiritually, we discover the secrets to their own journey and the small steps individuals can take on a daily basis to improve the quality of their life. Come with me as we travel, research, and discover how we can make incremental changes on a daily basis to live a more fulfilled and balanced life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Natural Med Podcast. Nicole here again with my husband, Josh, and today we have Jesse James, from Outlaw Fit Camp. Welcome, Jesse, to the show. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about yourself. <clears throat> oh man, that's a lot to tell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where do you want me to start at? So, um, Jesse James owns Jesse James Fitness yep. and Outlaw Fit Camp, and you've had some other businesses in the past. So, yep. like, where did it all start? Why did you start lifting weights and getting into you fitness? Know, it started a long time ago. I think, you know, I moved here from California, I think in 91, 92, and just broke home, California, single mom raising my sister and myself out there. I moved out here, had some family in Highland Village in Louisville area, and I moved out here, I think it was about 91, just in time to fall in love with the cowboy. Cowboys have been. <laughs> you uh, still love the Cowboys? And, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I came out here, and I was, uh, you know, a skinny young guy, probably 19 years old, um, messed up a whole bunch and dropped out of high school, moved to Texas, and started kind of getting my life back together. I say I got my GED and then tried college. It didn't work out for me. Uh, but I, during these processes, I fell in love with fitness and working out. And I think it was one thing that I fell in love with that I knew I had control of um, was my it was my outcome, the way I trained, the nutrition, and when I kind of encompassed this all, I was in charge of how I changed my physique. I figured I wasn't getting much taller, yeah. but I can get wider, <laughs> bigger, and a little more jacked. So I think I, I think it was like 135, 140, and once I put on about 15 pounds. I started getting noticed, and it made me feel good, so that's where the fun kind of kicked in, and I fell in love with fitness. So I did that for a long time, had a number of different jobs trying to find myself and my way in Texas, and uh, little by little, I got into personal training. Fast forward many years, had the opportunity to buy a gym in Louisville, Texas. Um, Owner financed it for me and a buddy of mine, and that was really cool, and that was back in the maybe mid to early 2003-04 area, I think. Um, maybe even six, I can't remember. But that was a kind of a cool defining point in my life. So I, I fell in love with fitness, personal training, didn't know jack about business. <laughs> and uh, That's kind of how it all started with me in the fitness fitness journey. Yeah, that's awesome. So do you still own that gym or the first one? No, that first gym owned me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was, a, it was an interesting time in my life because that area of Louisville, I want to say it was probably 22 years ago, and to this day, I still have a lot of those customers in my Flower Mound headquarters nice. doing group fitness in their 60s and 70s. Nice. So it's really cool. Um, but I started that there, and that was doing really well. Added a tanning salon, 
took over another suite. I think we had about 6,200 square feet. So it was an open gym, personal training, kind of a hardcore gym because I was in a bodybuilding powerlifting back then. <clears throat> so it was about loud thumping, rap and rock at a tanning salon. Did really well. And then that area kind of turned to Section 8. And within a year, rug was ripped out from under me, barely making ends meet. And we lost our butts. You know, lost that gym. At that time, I was blessed enough to have a friend that had a gym also in Flower Mound. It used to be the Health and Athletic Center. Okay. And he asked if I can, right at that time I was shutting down, if I would come over there and partner with them and bring my members. So it was like, I guess a faith thing, a God thing. I was like, this is crazy. Went over there. And again, similar thing happened. That was a large gym, about 45,000 square feet. And Lifetime had just come to Flower Mound. LA Fitness was just hitting the market. 24 Hour was rocking. We were always killing it with personal training, six figures personal training the whole time. Wow. Booked, you know, at that time, didn't have enough for new clients coming in. So I was bringing trainers on, but covering the overhead of a big box gym was really daunting. So I had that gym along with some friends of mine. And it was about 45,000 square feet, daycare, indoor track, aerobics. And uh, we just could not cover it. There's 15 air conditioning units, only four or five worked, nine yeah. to $10,000 electric bills. And we just, over the period of four years, kept watching it decline. So we threw in the towel eventually. And lo and behold, this young lady that I just hired at that time, Kay Sims, got her master's degree out of Baylor. Mm -hmm. I just had hired her. I think we lasted maybe seven to eight months. And I had to tell her, and she actually helped me write the letter that we were closing. Uh, But I told her, we're we're closing down. We don't have it anymore. And at that time, I think I was in the midst of almost losing my home, my car, got my truck repoed, just having a real hard time. She said, hey, I trust you. I'm, I'm going to stay with you. So we literally stayed up for like 48 hours trying to get equipment out of there, shut that gym down. Mm-hmm. And that was part of the hardest things in my, that I do in my life. She, my sister, and some of my trainers that were with me stayed out there and said goodbye to everybody, hugged them. Mm-hmm. Some clients went to a different gym. We just opened a personal training studio up right down the street and partnered with a buddy of mine and just did personal training. I took a loan out between family and friends for about 6000 bucks. Yeah. Leased the space next to a buddy of mine, and we just combined the spaces. And within four to six days, I was back in action working. Wow. Broke off my ass, if I can say that. <laughs> Lost, you know, going through a you know, divorce, almost divorce. It was just crazy chaos in my life at that time. But I never let my customers know. My trainers left, but I had Kay stayed with me, and her, her and her husband, Drew, were incredible and are still now a partner of my franchise company. To, to give you an idea of how long we've been friends. But we started over again just doing personal training. And it was crazy because we had carpet everywhere, small offices, and we had a leg press and a, all this stuff in rooms. So when we were yeah. trained, we had to go from room to room. It was kind of ghetto, <laughs> yeah. but our clients loved it. So that was the start of Jesse James Fitness right around 2007 nice. and in Flower Mound there. So, And I, I would say just briefly, we went from 1,000 square feet to 3,200, to 4,800, to 7,700 eventually. And just you fast forward to about 2013, we found our niche. It was staying with personal training, focusing on being excellent, providing great service, a really clean environment. And uh, I would say open to every demographic, whether you're overweight, 300 pounds, amputee, wheelchair, six years old, we trained everybody. And I think we hit $1.1 million in revenue in 2013 we were one of the first personal training studios in North America to hit a million dollars in revenue wow. at that time out of one studio. Yeah. There was a guy that beat me. He had three studios in California. 
I think he did 1.8, but we did 1.1 out of our Jesse James Fit Studio. So it kind of just built up from there. Um, fell in love with that and tried different things. You know, I tried during that whole time. We we added, I think we had massage therapists. We had food. We sold food in there. You know, a guy brought bring his refrigerator in there, and we had supplements and yeah. just things. Just were always a bit of more of a headache. So we just again we tried things out and remodeled and cut ties with massage therapists and just yeah. went with personal training again. So yeah. that's kind of the story of how it all happened. It's a little crazy, uh, but that's fascinating because like a lot of times when you start a business you have something in mind and then that doesn't work out and some people are able to adapt and you know you find a different niche or some people just stubbornly stick to the thing that's running them into the ground and then and then they just you know eventually run out of money and have to quit but being able to adapt and find other ways to to keep moving forward that's uh you know that's an amazing persevering story there you hit it around the head you know it's it's Knowing when to quit or knowing when to, I would say, rechart things, look at things going, oh, this is not working. You know, I thought it'd be great having rental income coming from massage therapists and all these things, but we had no control of quality and what they were doing, and it's always tied to our brand when they come to Jesse James Fitness. Their massage therapist doesn't show up or something happens. People talk bad about Jesse James Fitness at that yeah. time. So when we had a chance to remodel, stay for another three years, I resigned there. We did a big, massive overhaul there, and I... You know, politely thank them all, and we actually rented space for two of the girls that were that I love. They were great, Mallory, mm-hmm. and I. So I rented a, about a thousand square feet behind us for her for about a year because mm-hmm. she didn't have anywhere to go. So we, now, and she, I think she's still there now with yeah. another girl there. But we did that, and it was just really nice going back to what we had control of, and that was our personal training. And uh, I think down the road, right in fourteen, I, I really wanted actually thirteen also. I kind of looked at group fitness, and I was trying yeah. to figure out what else I go into because we were doing great with personal training. Do I do a fitness franchise? Do I do a fit body boot camp? You know, <laughs> and we came up with the outlaw concept. So. Yeah. And is that is that where you got Jesse James? I mean, no, Jesse James is is funny. You know, I been called Jesse for so many years, and my name, uh, <laughs> nicknamed Jesse James, kind of rough looking. So when I had my personal training business, clients at that time, because I wasn't very organized, I had my gym, and then you just write checks to me personally. This is twenty two years ago. And I had a client, you know, Shirley, I think a couple of the clients could not remember how to spell my last name. I didn't have an LLC set up. I had nothing. It was just <laughs> running the gym and then personal training. And me and my buddy, they just wrote their checks to us personally before we had our shit together, <laughs> crap together. <laughs> so when I closed down that last big gym and I had to kind of get organized, I was like, you know what? My client can't remember how to spell my name, how to pronounce Leva. So uh, I, we just called it Jesse James Fitness. And it was, you know, because everybody always called me Jesse James, so it was just easier. So that's how Jesse James Fitness came to be in Flower Mound, like, 17 years ago. Yeah. yeah it's such a great name because, I don't know, it's, like, uh, it's so catchy, yeah. you know, the outlaw yeah. whole Jesse James thing. Uh, and then there's other Jesse James that probably. I'm yeah. the other body guy. Yeah. He's a body shop. I, I, I make lean bodies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so both have the same thing in common. And that's funny because the outlaw name bounced off that. We almost named it Burn Boot Camp at that time. And that really? was before Burn was coming to Texas. Oh, and this is back in 13, and we were looking for spaces, my wife and I. And we, it's a funny story about the outlaw thing. We were driving through Capel looking for spaces, Denton, uh-huh. Capel, Grapevine. <clears throat> and Capel had this, there's an old bank, abandoned bank there, um, off Old Denton Tap, I think it was. And it came with a vault. So I'm looking at this on the app, and it shows, has a vault in there. And I told Tiffany that. She's like, oh my God, they'd be so cool. They, can, they lose weight and they go in the vault and get a prize. I'm like, <laughs> and in my head, I'm thinking, 
how expensive is it going to, what's going to cost me to get this damn vault taken out of there? Yeah. So she's like, oh, they'd be so cool. They'd be like outlaws and I'm Jesse James. And I'm like, there's the name of her brand. So my wife nice. came up with the outlaw brand. So that's kind of how that all came to be. And we eventually, you know, opened up in uh, Little Elm, Texas. Yeah. The outlaw concept. Now, did you leave the vault in there for a little while or? No, I, I just, I, we didn't take that space. Oh, okay. We left it there because I, I didn't want to even inquire about how much it cost yeah, yeah. me. <laughs> so. That's funny. Yeah, and the Outlaw Fit Camp in Hickory Creek was where I went a couple years. Okay. We lived in Hickory Creek, and it was awesome. Like I love the that. boot camp was just, I mean, it was a good workout, like a good, like, like 45 minutes, I think, how? Yep. Or, uh, was, probably, I think they're 30 minutes. It might have been 30, 30 minutes, minutes back then, yeah. Yeah, um, like 5, 5.30 a.m., but it was perfect right before I had to go into work and everything, and it was just I a really, that. really good workout and everything. And the, your instructors were always awesome. Like, they were very knowledgeable and just very encouraging, like yeah, I think were, you had Miss Tori there and Dylan. Yeah, yeah. Tori and Dylan and a couple others. They were they were awesome. I love hearing so, that. It was funny because I feel like uh, it was like me and some other people in our neighborhood because we were right there and okay. such a great location and stuff. And they that was really a neat little built, gym. Yeah, and they really built um, just relationships yeah. and connections with the members and everything too, which is awesome. Yeah, I, I love you tired that. Of feeling sore and stiff after a hard workout. Do you struggle with chronic muscle pain and inflammation? If so, Lone Star Naturals CBD Muscle Cream is here to help. Our specially formulated cream contains a powerful blend of CBD and other natural ingredients that work together to provide fast-acting, targeted relief for sore muscles and joints. Simply rub the cream into your skin and let it go to work, helping to reduce inflammation, improve circulation, and provide a soothing, cooling sensation that lasts for hours. But that's not all. Our muscle cream is also made with all-natural, plant-based ingredients, making it safe and gentle for even the most sensitive skin. So why wait? Try Lone Star Natural CBD Muscle Cream today and experience the relief you deserve. Yeah, I love that. And it's funny you said that. That was a, a gem because I used to live there years back and in the Hickory Creek area. Um, and that was, a, I think, around-the-clock gym. I forget what it's called. We had the opportunity to buy that and actually... I closed on that deal the same day I got married with my wife. So nice. I, we got married, signed the you know the documents with Judge Kerbo, a good friend of ours, uh-huh. and then uh, I signed the papers on that gym, buying that gym the same day. So and then we took off to go on vacation, but yeah, we we picked that gym up and it was just fun transitioning that over. We kind of knew what we wanted to do. Didn't have a ton of money, but we we, yeah. we did it. But it was it was fun. And then then we. Uh, Added that little group fitness fit camp area in there. It was yeah. very small, but that was the first rendition of the group fitness, the fit camp model. So yeah. the experience, though. So. Yeah, it was it was really good, really good workout, and just like a great location too. Perfect in Hickory Creek. So, um, so tell a little bit more about like you know what motivated you to keep going. You had you know your first gym, your second gym, and then started Jesse James. And I mean, you just kind of work through the hard times, but like what kept you motivated and everything? Really being hard headed, I think. <laughs> I mean, it's simple as that. You know, you have a, a vision and a mission, and you just keep pressing through. I, I knew I wanted to grow the Jesse James Fit brand, but our location was 7,700 square feet, and mm-hmm. it took us years to get there to build that up. It's not like I was sitting on a pile of money. I borrowed 6,000 bucks and started over again. So, I didn't come from money, don't have a lot of capital. So we built that up. So I knew, and I had we had people wanting it in Austin, South Lake, Dallas. You had an open one in Dallas. 
that would cost me two million bucks to open up yeah. that big yeah. and to, to build that out and brand it and where it was. So I knew that was out of my capacity, out of my wheelhouse. You know, I had saved up some money, but not that kind of money. Mm-hmm. Um, I also was, you know, the group fitness was kind of hitting here. Orange Theory was coming to town. I think Fit Body Boot Camp and a couple of competitors of us now mm-hmm. were coming to Flower Mound and DFW Capel. So I was trying to figure out what to do. And because I, I wouldn't say I was bored, but I just knew I wanted to expand. I knew what we what we delivered and what we built. It was based off our competition prep and bikini bodybuilding and physique competitors and coaching them. Mm-hmm. But then it became about journey, weight loss, and, and tr- family transitions, and just really cool stuff with families and I guess long going, long term clientele. Not wham bam, thank you man, get another trophy, and I'm looking for another high. I was yeah. chasing little different buzzes of comp- you know, competitions and winning another trophy. And that was feeding my ego, a little bit of my drive, but that was always short-lived. And I was after the next one. It wasn't until I remember, I guess realized what I had in my hands and it was people getting off medications, losing 50 to 100 pounds, feeling incredible, better relationships, their kids coming in there losing weight, self-esteem going up, young boys that were skinny, girls that were weight. And we were helping them feel better about themselves and go through middle school and high school with just a little more muscle mass, a little more self-confidence. We, our demographic's probably 80% women, and it used to be 90. And I, I, our primary demographic was 45-year-old women on up because spouses usually traveled a lot, weren't at home a whole bunch. They took care of the kids. And we get these women in here, and they were a shell of who they were either in college, high school, depending on when they stopped everything for their families. Mm-hmm. Kids are going off to college. So I... I had this epiphany and I realized what we had, we had people that were broken. They hit submit on that, on that web form or call us or walk in. Mm-hmm. They're looking for a solution. So little by little, I realized it wasn't about trophies. It was about people. And then I realized I had those clients with me 10 years, 12 years, 15 years. Competitors, you help them win a couple shows. You see egos change and, you know, and they're one and done. They have a little bit of cash to pay you. So everything kind of started making sense. Long-term business strategy, and, and we transition into more of a weight loss journey style, you know, business, I, I guess, platform instead of conventional gym and the stuff that I was doing be- before that. Yeah. And that's kind of what we looked for with group fitness. People weren't getting that. You're able to go to you know, a group fitness class, but if you like training people and biomechanics and understanding the body composition, when you get 36 people in a room, it's really hard to hone in on somebody that really needs your attention to help. And those people that are overweight, insecure, battling their own demons tend to get lost in that shuffle and they cancel. But large places don't, they don't care. They're looking for 500 members, 400 members, 600 yeah. members. So um, that's where we kind of came in. We did smaller groups, 30 minutes. At that time, the, the model was 20 people in the class. You, you guys had the smaller room because that's all I had. Yeah. <laughs> but the model was 20 people rotating, very anaerobic, adjustable cable pulleys, barbells, dumbbells, things that you can actually put on lean muscle with. And it's really good for bone density for women and men as well. Um, also, weightlifting helps with hormone levels as you get older. So there's so many cool things in science back and behind, you know, anaerobic training uh, with a little bit of mixture of aerobic. And that's what we built and designed with that. And then we combined it with personal training. So if you and your spouse are coming in there and wife loves group fitness, but the husband's 50 pounds overweight, diabetic, high blood pressure, bulging discs in his back, bad knees, and he's 50 years old, two daughters and grandkids – he can't go to that group fitness place, but he can surely personal train with us. And then eventually they end up doing things together. So that's kind of how Outlaw came to be, was having a model that had both modalities or, or servicing groups in there. So group fitness, personal training, 
and it just kind of blended really well together. So, and we helped a lot more families stay together. It was no longer his place, her place. I'm like, you're married. It should be common ground for both of you guys to be successful and healthy. So, yeah. And then we added the personal training portion where we didn't. That was 2016 where we don't charge for you know, the extra spouse. Spouse or your son or daughter can come with you for personal training. We don't charge for it. Oh, wow. So it's just a longer journey. And why not help the household get healthier and the kids and all this cool stuff that goes along with it? So Yeah. And then if you're thinking down the road, um, you know, if you're letting one come for free and the other one eventually ages out maybe of personal training, you, you've already got a replacement that you've been. Yeah, you got a replacement. Yeah. And, you know, if they personal train, it, part of our brand, they get two group fitness credits a month on their app. So they can book and do, you know, the fit camps, booty camp, whatever you need. If you're a guy that wants a bigger butt or a girl, we have booty <laughs> camp on Saturdays. And, but you get two credits, so you get a chance to experience fit camp every month as a part of your journey. We have a core day and all this stuff. So that was kind of unique and cool. And then... Again, when you have a spouse, you know, at home not working out and a wife or husband working out, losing weight, getting in shape, you tend to see jealousy at different functions when somebody's paying attention to the spouse that lost weight. And sometimes there's animosity and jealousy. And we saw a lot of that infidelity and just a lot of pain over the last 20 years of what I did for a living, helping people look incredible and their spouse at home getting left behind. Mm. So we just, again, one of those special moments where like, why the hell, why are we charging more for this shit? It makes yeah. no sense. Let's add it for free. And what we found is they stayed with us way longer. We got their kids in as well because mom and dad are training, losing weight, getting stronger together. They're eating better in the household, making better decisions. Mm-hmm. Everything starts to elevate the household, how they raise their kids. So and then we get their son and daughter in there. It's just a cool little, I don't know, family vibe. Yeah, exercise is so good for, like, getting you out of a rut and helping you with, like, anything from depression or whatever and, like, motivation. And, you know, it's it it, it just... I could see it like spread through a whole household better like that than Absolutely. just like one person. Then you're coming back like she used to work out all the time and she'd come home and try to get us to and we'd be like, no, get away from us. Like, like, Leave no, me alone. <laughs> but it usually starts that way. You yeah. get one dominant person in the sense dominant as in I want to work out. I love this. This makes me feel good. And you know, you, the side effect is you look great, but it's all the hormones that get released and the, you get a, it takes weeks to get there where you're loving yeah. that adrenaline rush yeah. and that, you know, different levels of norepinephrine and everything being released, but it's just, I don't know, I fell in love with that, and that's how we kind of just put this little beautiful piece together called Outlaw. That's awesome. And then Fit Camp came because I got tired of us being called Boot Camp. We would say, <laughs> oh, I, I bet I've done a Boot Camp. Uh, it's probably like yours. I'm like, you're in a parking lot. It's nothing like what we've done. I would, I would take offense to it. I get pissed off. My wife's like, settle down. And I'm like, well, it's not it's a Boot Camp, but not a parking lot with battle ropes. We have cable pulleys, barbells. I mean, this is no. Seven modalities put together. And I get so butthurt about it. So we had eventually just called it, because it's functional interval training, so we called it Fit Camp. And then we, then we trademarked Outlaw Fit Camp, locked it down, changed the company name to Outlaw Fit Camp, and that's the... How we got the brand was me getting my feelings hurt because people would compare me to boot camps, and I'm like, well, that's not what we are. You know? So Don't call it boot camp. No, <laughs> no. I mean, I'm, I'm mature enough to leave it alone, but I'm like, fit camp. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, I love how you reach to the whole family, like either the couple or the family as a whole. That's so yeah. important. So important because it does. Like, I, one of the top reasons I like to work out, like, probably every day, <laughs> is just because it levels my mindset and levels mm-hmm. my, my head. I mean, I deal with a lot of stress with the business, being I a bet. nurse, you know, being a wife to this guy, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the kids and everything. It's it's stressful and everything. Life is so That's stressful. That's your outlet. Yeah, it is. It for sure is. 
So what um, advice would you give like other business owners and other people in, you know, building their career and, you know, maybe they don't, they feel like they don't have time to work out or, or put time aside for their health. Cause I, I see that a lot, not just other business owners, but um, you know, other people, other professionals in the healthcare industry that are taking care of patients and they don't take care of themselves. Yeah. And it, you know, it hurts me like inside, but what, what advice would you give to them? You know, I guess and I went through the same thing and I, I stopped working out for a number of years and I think it was 28 years of lifting and I was like, we started the franchise company, I stopped working out and I, I, I guess I would say I got unhealthy. My weight stayed about the same because I eat pretty much the same food and I was able to maintain some of my muscle mass. Um, but I, I had to get back into training and it's really easy to do to let things go and put the primary emphasis on your business, your kids, whatever might be that primary thing that's, I guess, the pulling all your energy to and what we tell our clients and what I had to do for myself as well, and I'm still not back to training as much as I used to when I bodybuild. I train maybe twice a week now, sometimes three times a week. Yeah. Um, is I, you know, you're blessed with one body. You know, God gives you one body. You can't trade it in when it breaks down. Yeah. It gets high mileage. You can't go get a new one with a new warranty on it. You're stuck with that beat up old body, and you can either choose to take care of it or let it break down on you. So I always, with our clientele, what we don't do at Outlaw and what we've never done is we don't do any kind of test to show how out of shape you are, how weak you are, how you can't, you know, how unflexible you are. There's no VO2 max. We don't care about any of that. Mm-hmm. I care about you, how old you are. Do you have kids? Do you have family? Are you married? Then I tell them, you're not doing this for you anymore. You're doing this for your family. So I think if people have family, careers, kids, how important are they to you? You need to take care of yourself. It doesn't take hours like it used to. We have more science behind that. We do everything 30 minutes. Our fit camps are 30 minutes. Personal training is 30 minutes. Nice. If you do things structured appropriately, you don't have to be in the gym for hours a day. Sometimes just 15 to 20 minutes a day is more than enough to keep people on a healthy track three times a week. Mm-hmm. So that's what we tell people is just understand that you're more important than you think you are, especially if you have family or a business that depends on you. Mm-hmm. And when people say they don't have time, wake up earlier. Everybody has time. Yeah. For the longest time, Tori's husband, Darnell, we would train at 4.30 in the morning before I trained my clients at 5 or 5.30 because I didn't have time. I would it, When I was building this thing up after I went broke, I worked from 5 in the morning until I think 12.30, started back up from 3 to 9. I worked seven days a week to, and just kept building up. And I did that for a number of years. So I worked out at 4.30 in the morning. And I got my workouts in, felt great. I did that for a long time. So just find out. And I guess you would say, understand that you're important enough. What are your valuable things that are in your life? What are your assets if they're your kids and family? You owe it to them to get off your ass and go work out and take yeah. care of yourself. So, I don't know if that helps or not, but that's no, it does. that's our outlook on things. <laughs> <laughs> I had one last question too. So, um, these days it, it seems like there's a gym like on every corner, yeah. and so we run into the same thing as a CBD store. When we first opened, there was only like one other in town, but now there's one on every corner, gas stations, and and so like running a business in that environment, how did you differentiate yourself and and you know, put up with all that competition? Awesome question. Um, you know, when people ask you, what's your, what's your competition? Um, really, it's yourself. People, you know, always want to think, I'm going to say, oh, it's Orange Theory, it's Lifetime. They are nothing to me. We are our worst enemy or our best asset, our best ally. So I would say, if you're brick and mortar, you better have an incredible level of customer service, a beautiful product, but the invisible thing that people forget about is customer experience. How do you make them feel when they leave? Our trainers in our, in our locations and franchises and how we train 
to build a vision of the franchisees and what we have at our headquarters. Every trainer says hi and goodbye to every client there. There's a brotherhood there. They're all you know, W-2 income, adjustable salaries, offer health insurance. So we have great trainers at our locations. And that means I'm going to retain them for much longer. So when you walk in, even though you're training with me, about four of the trainers are going to say, what's up, man? How you doing? Knuckle bump you. Um, if you're overweight, if you're just, no matter what it might be in your life that makes you not feel good, my goal is I hope you feel good when you walk in and I hope you feel even better when you leave. And Kay, Kay Sims, uh, my partner that's still with me, we joke about it all the time. When people leave, they always kind of stop to look back because always one of our trainers always say, hey, see you later, man. Have a great day. We yell out. Mm-hmm. So I think if you have a business that's heavily saturated, the only thing that can really help set you aside is how you make people feel when they walk in and when they leave because that'll make them return. If you have an employee that's a cancer there that just doesn't say goodbye, is just a clock watcher and not looking up and acknowledging people, that's what everybody gets nowadays. People are ignored all the time. You know, they're always on their phone. It's very rare that you have somebody actually look at you and I say your name and, hey, have a great day, and how was your day? So I think that's a missing piece that people try to focus on. They focus on that product and how awesome that product is. That's great, but if I didn't give you a good reason to come back for that product, you're not going to come back. And you'll say stuff, oh, don't go to that business. Don't go to Jesse's place. They're not going to say, don't train with Tom, the personal trainer at Jesse's place. They're going to say, don't go to Jesse Jim's Fit. Don't go to Outlaw. So I think it's really important to, Whatever business you have is understanding it's a brand. It doesn't have to be a massive brand, but it's a brand. You're a brand. And you got to think of how are people thinking of your brand when they leave your business. I think if you do that, usually you can do pretty well. It can, and even a good experience and good service can offset an okay or poor product. You can have an incredible product, horrible customer service, horrible experiences, and they walk in, and people won't return. They'll go buy something cheaper. So that's just what helped us. Good. Oh. Yeah, no, customer service is huge. Like yeah. building those relationships and those connections with mm-hmm. your customers and checking in on them. I mean, since like me personally, I've seen that, you know, since we, yeah. uh, we've opened and our return customers and then just, you know, coming back and sharing like, you know, since I started taking this product, you know, it's helped so much or, you know, just checking in on our customers, you know, we try to do that yeah. and everything. And it it does help, and they appreciate that too, um, you know, that connection and it not just being like a big, you know, chain store that, you know, you don't, you don't follow up with them. So. That's exactly it. And, and to your point with all the gyms and in, in, in my segment, um, they're going after the masses, charging, you know, $10 a month, and they want 10,000 members knowing that only 500 might show up. Mm-hmm. Um, your big, large corporate, you know, I say chain franchises for group fitness they're looking for four to six hundred memberships. We we keep our classes small. We 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 can address and take care of our customers and clientele much better than that. If you don't make a class, I want our instructors reaching out to you via our, our app to text you and find out where you're at when you're coming back in. Then maybe they need a personal training session. So we'll reach out and say, Hey, I've noticed, you know, what well, how come you're not coming in? Well, I'm really uncomfortable and I just don't I can't do the movements. Well, how about we comp you two personal training sessions and let's let's go over some of the movements that you're uncomfortable and unfamiliar with. So it's that little bit of, uh, I don't know, time you take to do that, eat that training session. Usually we convert them to a training client anyways, and if we don't, we better serve them for a fit camp, and now they're understanding the movements and the dynamic of what we designed for them. So a lot of it, but when you have too many customers, you can't give that level of service. So we charge a little bit more, smaller classes. We cap it 10 to 12 people in a class. But, you know, it's just... We charge a little more than an Orange Theory or anybody else, but the caliber and what you get from the engagement with the instructor far surpasses what you can get in a group of 30, 40 people in a room. 
Yeah, that's fascinating because just like you said, the big chains, they're going after a thousand and their their business model is really built on eighty percent of them not showing up. They don't want them to show Absolutely. up. Absolutely. So they love the people that sign up New it's Year's great. Day good, yeah. and never come back. And you're kind of flipping that. You're like, No, we, we want you to actually make a lifestyle change and I'm gonna charge you a little bit more. Yeah. You know, but you're gonna get more. Yeah. You know, and I I think if you provide good value and a reason, people don't mind paying for a good service. But if you don't, then you're just paying a price war and you're discounting stuff. Yeah. So, but if you validate why, you might be twenty dollars more a month more expensive. Mm-hmm. People don't mind paying it for quality. So. Oh yeah, and I mean, if you look, you know, down the road, like me as a nurse, I've worked in the ICU and ER for years. Like, where are we going on? Twelve years, thirteen <sighs> years. But uh, people don't realize, like, you know, if you don't take care of your health on a daily basis at, you know, in any time in your life. I mean, I I transport 30-year-olds, 40-year-olds with strokes and heart attacks. Like, it catches up to you. And, you know, if you don't, you know, invest in your health early on, you're going to pay that later in hospital bills and medication and and different things. It's It's, a key thing you said. It's it's insane. A lot of people don't see that. No, you said invest. And people invest in so many other things. And we all know this. People invest in their retirement. They invest in... Fun cars, classic cars. I mean, but they don't invest in that one thing that they're stuck with, and that's a, their body. So by the time they're you know fifty, sixty years old, they're having strokes, heart attacks, and there are, all these things are happening. And you're having to see the dynamic of their wife coming in, their kids to see dad in the hospital, and that's to me that's so impactful. We've lost a couple of husbands, we've lost some people in the, in the tenure of my training career. So I, and a lot of them are overweight. I've had moms in there because again we're eighty. We're, probably 75% now, but it was 85, 90% women. So you see the side effect of the husband at home playing golf and drinking beer and overweight. And I don't know, it's just, it tore up my heart. And I wasn't smart enough in my early years of owning a fitness business to realize what we could do to help. But later on down the road, we could get the husbands in there. But you hit it on the head, people don't invest in themselves. So if they can do that, I don't know, you'll see much more profound, happier families, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And hopefully less people in the ER. <laughs> so. Yes, hopefully. Hopefully less transports for me. Yeah. But, um, but well, yeah, it's... Go ahead. Yeah, just, uh, I was going to say, before we start wrapping this up, tell us more about uh, where we can find you and the website and your socials. Yeah. And- um, OFC Franchise is our franchise website, and then outlawfitcamp.com is our, you know, fit camp website. So, you know, and... and we have such an incredible team. For my, my wife is the CEO of the company, the franchise company, smart as all get out. She makes us look really good. <laughs> I'm the visionary, the person that drives all this and develops stuff, and she makes it look beautiful. And then we have our whole team, our corporate team and partners. That, so we have a very robust team that help us be successful. Um, but people can find us online, check out a location. And like I said, our, our franchise sales, we're, we're now got our first out-of-state in South Carolina. Nice. And that was kind of exciting. So we're branching out. And our goal is to stay in Texas as much as possible. Now the Carolinas and Florida over the next probably 24 months. Wow. If we go nationwide, that would be cool. But, nice. but, yeah, they can find us through those websites. And I'm, I'm at my Flower Man headquarters almost all the time. So. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having this me. This is awesome. This is really good talk. Well, and I want to mention this, if I can throw this out. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I appreciate what you guys are doing. I mean, Health and wellness, you're doing great things for people, but I think bringing people like my goofy self and anybody else that's in business <laughs> and just having the insight from all these different perspectives of business owners is really helpful because it's lonely out there. When uh-huh. you're in business, it's very lonely, and it's nice to have different people giving their input on 
how their business is built, what they do. So yeah. I commend you guys for doing what you guys do, and thanks Thank for having you. me. Yeah, yeah, appreciate no, it. I mean, it's as a new business owner, and you know, I've many years experience as a nurse and just very passionate about health and wellness, but a new business owner. It's good to talk to, you know, a veteran business owner that has been doing this for a while and, you know, knowing that, you know, just some perseverance and pushing through can, you know, hopefully pay off. (laughs) (laughs) Trial and error. Ups and downs. Every time you think you're rocking it, it's like, boom, (laughs) kick to the face. But that's entrepreneurship is the yes. fact that you can get back up and do it again. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, thank you for putting this together, guys. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Thanks for coming. Well, we'll see you all next time. Mm-hmm.